Hi, this is a production of Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, where our mission is to bring Christ's hope, healing, and wholeness to our community and to our world. Our service times are 9 and 11 each Sunday morning. Find out more at www.communitycovenant.net. Fitting close to this part of our worship is the Lord's Prayer. Can I invite you to pray this aloud with me? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. Go ahead and have a seat. Hey, well, good morning. It's ironic that on Labor Day... We're going to be talking about um, living without the burden of sin. Debt-free living. And that's a good thing. Uh, Every year, at least once a year, uh, we have a class here called Financial Peace University. Jim Stoffer teaches it. Is Jim here this morning? There he is in the back. And uh, it's based on Dave, Dave Ramsey's teachings. And uh, it really guides people into how to live their lives to be free of the burden of financial debt. And uh, those who have taken it talk about how important it has been and how it's really released them from financial burdens, uh, the weight of debt that they did not want to live under. And uh, I think about that, and I think about debt-free living. And there is no greater freedom than being released from the debt of our sin. Um, The weight of which is crushing. Um, The price that we could not hope to pay. uh, An insurmountable amount. And yet, this morning, as we prepare to come to the Lord's table on this Labor Day weekend, we know about the work of the cross. Romans 5, 8. God demonstrates his love in this, that while we were still or yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus did for us what we could not do for ourselves. And of course, Ephesians 2, 8, it's by grace that you've been saved, right? Through faith, not of yourselves. So none of us can boast. None of us can take credit. That is an amazing thing. And so God's intention is that we live debt-free. And that when we come to the table... 
we are reminded of Christ's death, of his sacrifice on the cross for us until he comes again, and, and he is coming again. But we are called to be people of grace. And as we are people of grace, those who have received the grace of God in our life, so then we extend that grace to others. We become grace dispensers. We can't hope to dispense that which we have not fully received. And it is wonderful to be free of our sin debt. It is wonderful to be released from the weight of a debt that we could not pay. And we celebrate that today. We celebrate debt-free living. But as we prepare for communion, we read the Lord's Prayer. And in the Lord's Prayer, in the, the fifth petition of that prayer, we read verse 12, chapter 6 of Matthew, verse 12, and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors, or forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And so when I think about debt-free living, I think about the marvelous gift of grace, God's unmerited favor in my life. And then I pray this prayer, I can be so familiar with it, I, for, I forget what it is I'm praying and, and really what it is I'm petitioning. And I forget about the importance of, of forgiveness and prayer and community and how Jesus intended that we'd be reminded of that through our prayer and through this prayer in particular. Now, none of us would, would intentionally go to God and, and ask Him to forgive us of our debts to the extent that we have forgiven others if we knowingly were holding a grudge or, or not willing to forgive others, would we? I mean, what, what sense would that make? Why would I do that? And, and so the point of the prayer is, is and what the disciples are praying and what we've been taught to pray is this. It's, it's, Lord, as I have forgiven, as I am forgiving, as I am endeavoring to forgive and to be a, a dispenser of Your grace, so I, I petition You that You would forgive me likewise. that my life would be reflective of, of the grace, Lord, that You have given me and that I need from You. That's a, a sobering part of that prayer, isn't it? And, and so we don't want to come to that prayer and we don't want to come to the table uh, knowingly or willfully um, not wanting to release others of a debt that that they may have to us. Freely we have received, freely we want to give. And so we come celebrating debt-free living. That is a release from our own debt 
and releasing others from their debt. Grace is a powerful thing. Grace not only changes our lives individually, but grace is powerful in Christian community. It, it's what separates us and, and, and makes us different from other communities, how we live, how we relate to one another. We who are so indebted to God, who understand what it means to be released from a debt we could not pay. Then extending the same to one another. That's powerful. I remember on a mission trip to Romania, we were doing work in a, in a gypsy village. And uh, we had to meet with a gypsy king. Uh, and had to get permission to go and, and do work in the village with women and children to, to help unemployed men find work, to get them documented, because they're an undocumented people. And without documentation, they, they can't receive the benefits afforded the citizens of, of well, in this case, it was Romania. And so we're working there in this gypsy village, and we came across this one woman, and she was living in about a 10 by 10 uh, shanty. It was her house. Um, and dirt floor, tin roof, you know, put together with plywood, no heat, no running water. But this is where she, her husband, and her baby lived. Now the beautiful part about that was they had a, a much larger piece of property that it sat on. And they were leasing this from the gypsy king. That's how he made his money. All the people in the village, he owned the land. They leased the land from him. So he was the landowner. Everyone was indebted to him. And she was very, very upset. In fact, our, our translator said she's very upset because she cannot pay the remainder of her lease. Winter is coming and she and her baby and her husband are going to be living on the streets. And I asked this question. I said, well, how much is her debt? And the interpreter said, well, she pays this much a month to lease this space. I said, no, 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 no. Not how much does she pay to live on the property, but how much is the property? How much would it cost to buy this property for her so she would never be indebted again? And... Uh, the translator asked her. And she came back and she said, well, about $500. Right? Now that's a lot of money. Uh, that's a lot of money uh, if you're impoverished living in a gypsy village. It might as well be a million dollars. Okay? That is an amount that you could not imagine paying in your lifetime. And I looked at the translator and I said, tell her her debt is paid. We will purchase the property for her. The translator translated. I'll never forget the look on her face. It was like deadpan. It was like, 
And the translator said, she's not trying to be rude. It's just that she can't believe that this is happening. I mean, she didn't know who we were. It's as if someone came from outer space, landed in her little 10 by 10 shanty shack, and said, your life's going to be changed forever. You're going to live debt free. And in her case, it was the difference between life and death. With winter coming. She was stunned. Later on that day, we went. We paid the money. Transfer a property. And she and her husband owned the property. They were living debt free. Now, you want to hear the rest of the story? Yes. Okay, you heard of eminent domain. Well, they lived on a side of a hill. And uh, as the, the town began to grow and the, they had a greater need for power, they needed to run power lines along the hill where she lived. And so the power company came and paid her many, many, many times more for the property, her share of the property that she owned, than she ever could have imagined ever having. And then she was able to get off the hill, out of the gypsy village, and live a completely new, transformed life. is that an amazing story? Now, we spend that much on a fishing trip down to the peninsula sometimes, don't we? A small amount to us, but something great to somebody else. And so it is with the salvation that we have received from the Lord. Our debt's forgiven. We are living debt-free. And not only that, we are living a transformed, changed life. Something that far exceeds anything we could have hoped or imagined for. Who are we then? To withhold the same. that are in our indebtedness to others. It's like Matthew 18 in the parable of the unmerciful servant. The servant who owes millions and begs his king for forgiveness of the debt. And the king says, I'll forgive you the debt. Then what does the servant do? Goes out and forgives everybody else their debt, right? No. He goes to a person who's indebted to him for just no more than a few days wages and demands that that debt be paid today. Of course, at the end of that parable, the king finds out and, and he takes the one whose debt had been forgiven and he places him in a place of torment. So how dare you do that? And then Jesus says at the end of the parable, and so it will be with you if you do not forgive those who are indebted to you. And so we talk today about debt relief. We come to the table 
And we are reminded of the priceless sacrifice of the gift of God's Son for us. First John 1 John 1.9 says this, If we confess our sin to God, He is just and faithful to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so we come to the table and we want to be right with God. We want to confess our sin. This is sin that gets in the way of our relationship with God. Anything that that would hinder our relationship with Him. That we live with knowingly. We have an opportunity just to release ourselves of that. Even something like not forgiving someone else who has offended us. Today we can be free of that. We want to be free of that. Or anything else that hinders us as we come to this table. We want to celebrate debt-free living. So would you join me in this prayer of confession before we come and we take communion together? Okay, let's say this together. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and humbly repent for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ. Have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. For it was in the night that he was betrayed, the night before he went to his death on the cross, that he took bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is broken for you. As often as you eat this, eat this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup and he poured it out saying, this is the cup of the new covenant which is poured out in my blood for the forgiveness of your sin. As often as you drink this, drink this in remembrance of me. So that whenever we take the bread, and we drink from the cup, we declare Christ's death, His sacrifice on the cross for you and for me. We declare debt-free living, transformed life. We celebrate that we are dispensers of His grace until He comes again. And He is coming again. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ is coming again. As we come to the table this morning,
let us come as recipients of God's wonderful and marvelous grace. Let us come knowing the weight has been lifted, our debt has been forgiven, and let us come as a people, a forgiven people, who are willing to extend grace even as we have received it. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for debt-free living, for lifting the weight of sin from our lives. And Lord, as we pray the Lord's Prayer, we, we want you to forgive us, and we recognize that you have forgiven us our sin. Lord, help us to forgive others in the same way. Those who are indebted to us. And Father, as you do that, we celebrate freedom in Christ. Transform living. And we come to this table this morning as a forgiven people. A people who are ready and willing in the power of your spirit to freely forgive others even as you have forgiven us. May we come this morning and meet you in a fresh and new way. May we come to this table and celebrate debt relief, debt-free living. We pray and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please come to the table as you're ready. Uh, Hold on to the cup, and we're going to drink that together. The old hymn reminds us that what can wash away our sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate the freedom we have in Christ. Freedom from sin. Amen.